welcome to Shaken Not Noob, the podcast that is definitely 100% completely totally immune to the Jaina virus. And now has a note from my nana allowing me to get out of the house. For reasons. I am Patient Zero Fuzzy Dan and joining me today is my consulting physician, the man that obtained his qualification from the Hollywood Upstairs Medical College, it's Dr. Doody Dutrum. How are we, sir? Hi, everybody. <laughs> That's probably- Hi, Dr. Doody. <laughs> It's probably a sound I should get on my soundboard. <laughs> oh, man. Is, is that ever? If there was ever a call for that sound, it is right there. That's, yeah. that's an amazing one. Um, yes. How are we, sir? Doing well? Doing well, doing well. I, uh, I've, I've been playing a, a little bit more, or not a little bit more, but I've actually been playing a little bit less of Star Wars Squadrons. Um, I did a, a mm-hmm. video on how to play or some tips and tricks last week. Um, sure. There is uh, some new stuff coming to Avengers this week, so I might jump back into that. But I've been playing Arkham Origins, which was the... Uh, the 2013, it came out in 2013 in October, from memory. And then three weeks later, the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4 released, which didn't have backwards compatibility. <laughs> which is oh, the worst geez. the worst time to launch a game and the worst thing to happen. <laughs> um, but I'm going back and playing that for my you know, second ever playthrough. And it's, it's I have thoughts. For your but own amusement. For my own amusement. I have thoughts, but they're not necessarily, not necessarily <laughs> negative thoughts. La, 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 la. Yes. Okay. How are well, you? That's good. <laughs> I am very well. I've spent a week playing many, many games. Um, we've been we've been doing a lot this week. Um, I got access to a game uh, called Foregone, which we'll talk about in a little bit, which is super fun. Uh, I've been playing a bit of Battlefield Five. Ooh, um, Battlefield Five. Uh, yeah. Vive, uh, that's that's actually a lot of fun. I'm I'm getting my ass absolutely handed to me um, because this is on PC and uh, yeah, wow, um, <laughs> those those dudes be cray. Uh, and what else have we played? Well, we, we had a, an excellent night racing the F1 2020 the other day, and uh, we did all right. It was pretty fun. It, that last twenty minutes was pretty exciting. Yeah, the tra- <laughs> as soon as I noticed that, hey. The, the rain they've stopped um and we <laughs> we went in to change tires it was just like you went from like what 16th 17th to 5th it's like jesus yep yep it was uh, it was pretty massive i was spectacular um <laughs> and i saw at the end like i was looking at the lap times i made up 45 seconds and two laps on uh, the first place so yeah i was uh, i was coming i was coming with thunder that's it um <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that was a lot of fun. And uh, tonight, which will be, tom- well, yesterday, uh, by the time this podcast comes out, we'll be playing some Among Us with our friends over at uh, Miscellaneous. Also, the very talented Matt Combs, two T's, two M's. Um, we'll be playing Among Us again and doing some crazy things. The lies will be of epic proportions. We're going to be doing a lot more streaming of this stuff on our Facebook page as well. So make sure you check it out. Um, well, if you haven't checked it out already, there's going to be a video up, a very poorly edited one, um, of our live playthrough um, with all of the lies and the joking and the yelling and the deceits. So it's, many it, deceits. Yeah, and, and by the time this episode's up, the video's already done. You can go onto Facebook and listen to it. I have one request because I will not be partic- participating in, in Among Us. Um, sure, sure. But I have a request. I, I, will, I will probably be watching it alongside. Um, but don't mute yourself in the rounds because it's just... It, that's that's where all the gold is. That's that's where you just you're hearing someone going like, "All right, listeners, what do you reckon we should do when they're streaming?" And then you see you, you just you, you sit there and you go, "All right, what do we do? What do we do?" You bastard! And then they're dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Oh, look, uh, we'll see how we go. I mean, because it's it's going to be a lot of fun regardless of what happens. I'll try and mute on the Discord so that at least I can, uh, you know, keep talking, talking through the channel. But, uh, yeah, it is, oh, man, it's a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun last time, so we'll be probably playing that for, you know, infinity hours tonight, uh, getting through it all. So, yeah, check it out tonight on, well, check it out yesterday uh, on our Facebook page. But, yeah, stay tuned because there will be more and more of those going up. Um, it's just a lot of fun and very easy to do now. So, that's been cool. Look, let's get into some news duty because we've got lots of news to talk about. Um, first off, we got some footage from Drift 5, the Xbox 4K uh, gaming that's coming through. Wow, this looks interesting. Drift 5? Drift 5, yeah. Am I Dirt 5? Dirt 5, that's the one. <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck is Drift? Why have I not heard of one before? Dirt 5, yes. Um, it, Dirt it, 5, it's yes. We- Ignore that last bit. Let's try that again. So Dirt 5, we've got some footage. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting, cause, you know, of course, when you plan a podcast, you talk to your co-hosts mm-hmm. about what's going on and all that shit you know, behind the scenes. And, of course, we love Formula 1 2020. We, we play it. We stream it once a week, sometimes twice. we got steering wheels and cockpits, and we love the simulator aspect of it. That's not the case this time around. Um, which is yeah, interesting. No, no. I mean, they. I, I think they. They. Well, it's always the, the the case with the dirt series. They've got the 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 dirt numbered events, and then obviously the in between they've got the dirt rallies. Yeah. So the dirt rally games are very much more the simulated experience. So mm. that's the rally driving, you know, proper stuff. This one, the dirt five, is definitely in the arcade category, but they've gone. Like, the, the cars look really great and the environments look great and especially in the 4K looks amazing. Ooh, yeah. Um, but, I mean, everything else, like all of the presentation is stupidly, like, kiddy. It's very, it just, it's very FIFA, uh, what, NBA 2K, uh, UFC 4, that, like, fluoro-y colourful where it doesn't necessarily need mm. to be. Yeah, there's there's a lot of fluoro greens and pinks and all sorts of stuff going on, and it just like there's some really cool like presentation and tracks and stuff like that. But everything outside of like what there is is just looks good. like the the rev counter and um, just everything about it. The presentation just looks a little bit cheesy, and I feel uh, you know watching that I felt a little bit like shortchanged by it, like the, by the experience. So yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued to see how this goes because they've got some really cool tracks. They had uh, drifting on ice tracks mm. um, around New York. They had a bunch of different other um, tracks, like going through the snow and the dirt. So there's some really really cool like tracks and environments that they're playing with. But I just don't know if that presentation is going to hold me for them more than you know a few minutes. Yeah, it feels very much like if uh, like a Forza Horizon kind of thing, right? Yeah, and, and the the big thing was like, please, dear God, no. Was you know, of course, Codemasters done it. Codemasters do great uh, racing games. Um, some people yes. absolutely loved Grid. You take a look at the Shake and Not Nerd YouTube page for the video review I did. I did not like it at all. Um, <laughs> I compared it to Superman sixty four, um, but I'm hoping that they <laughs> don't uh, sort of touch the formula one series that's that's my big yeah. thing is like okay you've you, you did grid which you sold as a simulator and you even said fernando alonso was a consultant and he's the biggest baddest rival you can take on in the game and 
there is a side-by-side comparison that I did of same track, exact same car, Formula One versus grid, and I'm pulling yeah. a drift, and it comes out with drift combo at the top. I'm like, no, no, I'm in a Formula no. One car. I'm not supposed to drift. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't want no. that to happen to Formula One. I don't want to have neon lights and fucking Billie Eilish is fucking singing, and it's like, come on down to Formula <laughs> One, <laughs> and all that crap. I want the fucking Formula One theme starting up. I want Lewis Hamilton to complain that he's got a five-second penalty. I want all that stuff. Yeah, look, I, I think there's if one thing that the Formula One games could benefit from, and one thing I've talked about in the last you know, couple of times I've reviewed it, mm-hmm. it could do with a little bit of a personality uplift, but not a complete overhaul like this. Like this, this is just it's too kiddy. It, it takes you away too much from the experience and the things that you're doing. And yeah, it'll be fine to pick up and put down, but I want a, a racing experience I can go back to over and over again. Yeah, and this, this, my friend, is not it, but. Yeah, I mean, there there are, like, don't meet us halfway. Just add a little touch of this personality into the Formula One game. I think it could absolutely help it, but don't change the core and the bones of what that game is. Yeah, so I think I think Dirt could work well with, like, of course, me and you have been playing you know, streaming F1, but we asked, you know, uh, Tom and Ollie and Ian, hey, get on, get a copy of Formula One and, and play along with us. Let's do a big race. <laughs> They've gone, no, with Dirt, because it's more <laughs> casual, it'd be more more likely of it yeah all right it's it's an easy pickup racing thing it's not a i have to fucking manage my tires and my braking and turning and this and that yeah oh look either way it looks like it'll be a very cool arcadey racer it is coming Mm -hmm. out um in the the next series so we did see this is all series x gameplay um you can definitely check it out um the 4k looks fantastic at at the very least um and if this is like the entry level to the next gen wow we're, we're in for a treat Yes. Um, so that's pretty cool. Speaking of next gen, let's talk about it. Uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales has gone gold. Um, as we talked about last week, going gold is a good thing in the games industry. It means you are registered to play or chip out the game across all platforms. So they have gone gold, which is awesome. Um, and we've seen, been seeing some little uh, new little videos. Have you seen any of the new ones coming through? I saw there was something to do with Miles Morales has a backpack with a cat in it. Uh, it and people has, are yes. losing their shit over it. Um, look, I'm not going to well, lie. Yeah, I, I, I didn't see a clip. I saw a photo of Miles Morales and uh, Peter Parker Spider-Man. It looked like they were about to take on a boss or something. They were like, you know. Sure. You know, Peter Parker Spider-Man had arrived and it was like a, a thank God you're here sort of moment from Miles Morales. I'm like, I want to see that. Like, that's the gameplay yeah. I want to see. I don't give a fuck they're, about they're not the Tinkerer. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to show you that shit. That's the tease, mate. That's the tease so you get into it. But it is very exciting. There is some really cool stuff. They uh, Again, they tease the uh, the cat as well, which was really annoying um, because uh, you, you basically see the start of a – well, a part of a mission where you go in and save this cat in the backpack. Um, and then the cat's name is Spider-Man, of course. And, the uh, cat's he name is Spider-Man. Little- yeah, it's some guy. Yeah, some guy has this cat, and he's called him Spider Man. And Spider Man, anyway, right. whatever. Long, yeah, whatever that story is, we'll find out. I'm sure. Um, but the cat ends up coming out with you on missions, and even has its own attacks, so you can have special attacks. What? The cat comes out and like scratches him. It looks what? <laughs> like you are okay. Spider Man, PlayStation Five. All right, yes. uh, you got yourself yes. a sale. Here's my money. Uh, it's it's not really a sequel. It's more of a DLC. It's not DLC add-on, but the game is rushed that quickly. It feels like a DLC add-on. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my money in my hand, but I'm gonna wave it in front of your face. Oh, and you can you can upgrade your cat. What? Okay, back in the wallet it goes. 
Uh, look, I mean, as long as I don't have to play any more fucking MJ missions, I'll be absolutely uh, fine. <laughs> to quote, to quote Little Fuzz, not another MJ mission. <laughs> That's the best I mean, thing I've heard him say. <laughs> it was pretty funny. He's yeah, like just they were the worst. It take you play a Spider-Man game to play as Spider-Man, and in this particular case, you're playing as the Miles Morales Spider-Man, which is totally fine. Having the cat in there, I think it's one of those optional choices that you can make with you know outfit selection. So you, you choose to have the backpack and choose that particular power of having the cat. But uh, I mean, it looks a little bit gimmicky, uh, but mm. I think it'll still be pretty fun for uh, yeah, fun to check out for about five minutes before you change back to the actual serious outfits um but yeah looks uh look i'm very excited to be playing it it will be one of the um the games that i get at launch uh so very very excited for that one mm, you'll be reviewing that one when it uh, when it releases i sure will be um, speaking of other things that we've had a good look at um, in uh, next gen and also current gen, uh, it's getting released on uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. We saw a deep dive trailer. Um, now this was about eight minutes long. Um, it came out a couple of days ago, and it's it's pretty amazing. Actually, I think Basically, it dropped this morning. The, the oh, okay, there yeah, we go. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so it basically it goes into all of the details about how the game plays, um, all sorts of stuff that's going on. Um, it talks a lot about the uh, the village hub that you have, and you know, very like lots of sort of building RPG elements to it. So you can sort of expand specific areas within your your village to get certain benefits, you know, new weapons, all that kind of thing. You can upgrade your Viking boat. Uh, whatever the name of those things are, Viking boat. Let's call it that. Mm-hmm. Um, you can upgrade that to be better and stronger, and you know the, the similar stuff to what was in um, you had a, a, in the Odyssey game. So you could upgrade the boat. This is very similar in here as well, but you've got more of that going on. Yeah. Um, they also touched on things like legendary weapons in the game, including Excalibur. I'm like, come on! If they're putting Excalibur in there, Molnir is definitely Molnir has to be in there. <laughs> I was. I, if it's not, I would be disappointed. I, I did. Uh, I, I, of course, you know, I watched watched this trailer, and the entire time I'm going, "Ooh, baby, ooh!" Like, I'm, this is the first Assassin's Creed game I've been excited for since Black Flag. Like, I, I picked mm. up when Valhalla was announced. I picked up uh, Odyssey for thirty bucks on the marketplace. I'm like, eh, yeah. I played it for a couple of hours. And that's at this time sort of era and mythology is not my thing. Um, but after watching a heap of Vikings and of course God of War and Thor being one of my favorite Marvel characters, I'm like, yep, cool, I'm down for this. Um, I nearly contacted our contact at Ubisoft, being like, hey, so Excalibur's hey. in this. Is there Molnir? <laughs> and if you if he couldn't answer your A or B, I'm like, cool. Is there Yarnborn? Because <laughs> if I can't <laughs> use Molnir, I'd like Yarnborn. <laughs> <laughs> Give me something. Uh, Give me Thor. Um, yeah. yeah, look, I, I think there's some really cool elements to it. I think there'll be lots of cool stuff that comes in. I know with um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, there was the expansion pack um, that brought in a whole bunch of stuff about Atlantis. Yes, and, yes. You know, yeah. Whether or not you like that shit does not matter. But, yeah, basically um, he, uh, you get uh, Neptune's trident. You get a whole bunch of, like, these uh, mythological weapons involved as well. So it's it's very, very interesting. Um, I, I'm sure that they will definitely bring in some of that stuff uh, within uh, Valhalla. Um, but, yeah, like I, I really enjoyed I got a little bit more excited about this game. I was off for a little bit after we'd seen that early uh, beta footage that got, you know, got sneakily leaked, yeah. released. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it got stolen. Nudge, nudge. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, like, like that stuff, like, I was a little bit 
iffy about that because it just showed combat play but seeing a bit more about the world and everything going on in it i'm a little bit more interested here um and very very keen to see that uh, played out on the new platforms uh, the new uh, next gen stuff as well there was about uh three four months ago i think it was um if you lived in sydney which we don't um but uh, uh you know fr- fr- friend of the show g-man got invited to play i think the first couple of hours of both watchdogs and assassin's creed um mm-hmm. and he said um quite like one of your negatives for previously odyssey um with valhalla you can wield basically any weapon you want um and he, he, he made a point of it when he's when he said one battle i went in equipped with two shields a shield on each hand and i bludgeoned the shit to you know kick the shit out of someone using two shields as my weapons i'm like that's fantastic like assassin's creed uh odyssey had no shields but you went up against shield (sighs) enemies and you were a fucking descendant of a spartan where this game is like i'm going in with a fucking hammer and i'm going in with an axe oh it's gonna be great (laughs) Yeah, look, I think them bringing back shields is is amazing. They did have it a little bit in um, uh, what was the other one? Oh, uh, the origins. One that. Origins. That's the one. They did have shield play a little bit in that, but even then, it wasn't as much as you wanted it to be. And then they completely removed it for Odyssey, which was the stupidest fucking decision ever. I'm glad they brought it back. Um, some of the gear that you get looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you get some really cool you know options to play. You know, everyone. But I mean, if I don't get to wield around like a double sided double-handed axe like i don't want to know i just want a giant <laughs> axe and to lop off heads oh speaking of like that excalibur moment they're like even you even get to use excalibur and then he just chops off some just, dude's yeah, whacks head. this fucking dude's head off or like he, he flings a mace Give around one of their heads and then just like drops to his knees and you just hear the crack i'm like oh this is yeah. this is like a this is oh i'm, I'm very excited for this game um I assume you are too seeing as you had a Viking themed wedding, so yeah, it's 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 It wasn't a Viking themed wedding. Uh, I was drinking out of a horn, I had a drink called a Molnir, it's a Viking themed wedding. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> no. Look, it's very exciting. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it now. I'm actually a little bit. They've got me keen again, though. They do very, very good trailers. I just hope it's a. It just needs to be that much more different from what they produced in, in Odyssey. Um, that it, it brings me into it. So I'm nervously excited about it. And visually, <laughs> it looks fantastic as well for for next gen. All the different environments, like the snowy environments sure. and stuff. Oh. Yeah, it does look better than the footage we've seen previously. Again, hopefully not just trailer footage. Hopefully that was some of the proper in-game stuff that we we will experience in the game. Um, But, yeah, from what we're seeing so far, it looks pretty good. Oh, yeah, very excited. Um, Speaking of things that don't look good, though, FIFA 21 on Switch. Um, Now, we're going to be talking a little bit about FIFA 21 today in my review, um, but I do want to briefly touch on the FIFA, uh, FIFA 21 on the Switch. Now, uh, many people may have already seen the IGN review of this, and it was... Let's just say it was epically brutal. Um, so They pulled uh, no punches. And they pulled no IGN punches. IGN never exactly punched. Zero. <laughs> um, yeah, which was very surprising. So basically what they've done uh, with this game is uh, FIFA, uh, EA have come out and basically said, they say it in this, like, the Switch store, um, that this is exactly the same as last year um, without any development or significant enhancements. Um, it's just a reskin. They, they specifically say that in the store. And uh, IGN's come out and said, seeing as EA copied and pasted last year's FIFA onto Switch again this year, um, I've decided to do the same and copy my review from FIFA, 21 on, uh, FIFA 20 on Switch, and it 
there's his review. So uh, essentially what they've done for the last three years is release the same fucking game with new skins. It's so poor. It's so, so poor. Uh, I, I can't believe that they would have the fucking balls to do that. It's, uh... Look, look for, for a Switch game, FIFA, you're generally only going to play it either on the bog, on the way to work, maybe on a train or something, something like that. Yeah. When it comes to if you want a FIFA experience, especially if you're a FIFA hardcore person, you're going to get it on PlayStation or Xbox. For Switch, it's going to be, that'll get my fill-in on the go. Yeah, and and look, I, I, if you are those people that like to play this on the go, you could pretty much just get FIFA 19 and update all the teams to current teams and you'll be fine. Like, they, there's literally no change for the last two years on this game. It's so, so terribly poor. And then especially, like, in a game that gets released every year and one of the big things is, oh, what's the difference between this one and the last one? Yeah. They, they, they're specifically telling you there is none. So... It's fucking poor, and I know IGN gave it a two. I think there was a bunch of other low ratings as well. Um, we'll, we'll talk. I'll talk about it in a, a bit more length the uh, the experience on uh, Xbox uh, next. But yeah, for for the Switch players, I'm. It's just such an an, an awful experience, and they they're charging full price for it. It's like fifty bucks. Oh. So, yeah, hell no. So definitely go back and get a cheaper copy um, from a store or somewhere else. I'm sure you'll find last year's copy much, much cheaper, um, and you'll get the exact same fucking gameplay. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, but there you go. So that's all of our news for this week. Um, now, Duty, we have a sponsor. We do. Who are they, Fuzzy? What do they do? What do they provide us? What's their website? What's their name? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with Culture Shark Collectibles? Um, they are your number one stop for all of your nerdy collectible needs. They have had some amazing things go up in the last week. There's a lot more uh, McFarlane releases coming through, yeah, so heaps. some pre-orders. Um, so we saw some stuff for uh, The Witcher. We saw some stuff with Mortal Kombat. Um, there is new Mortal Kombat DLC there. that was announced last week that's out today as well. Oh, yeah. We forgot to talk about that. Jeez, let's talk about that quickly. Rambo, motherfucker. <laughs> Rambo's the character. Rain and... Fuck, Melina uh, are the three new characters that are coming in, uh, as well yes. as the announcement of Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate Edition, which just includes all of the deals. Sorry, what? Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate Edition. Sorry, what? <laughs> Mortal I, Kombat! I thank you. Thank, th- now I understand what you're talking about. Sorry, I, sometimes I just struggle. <laughs> I, I don't catch up quite with what you're talking about. So now I understand. That's great. Uh, but yes, <laughs> there's amazing things in there. Um, yeah, definitely check it out. There's uh, a whole bunch of cool new stuff. I saw um, a couple of days ago, he had some new Dragon Ball Z figures up as well. Mm-hmm. Um, some guy called Radish or something. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I do it to cause you pain Uh, but there is a a very cool Gundam robot up there as well which I'm I'm seriously considering getting I Uh, do know you're a Gundam Gundam nerd because we previously have gone into a model saw and you've just gone oh this one looks cool oh this one looks cool Oh, yeah, they're pretty amazing. Um, and I did go and see the live giant one that they've got in uh, in Tokyo as well when I was over there. It's pretty amazing. Um, but, yeah, so there's some really cool stuff. And they are, like, if you're into models and putting stuff together, they are the ones because it just comes in these giant sheets of tiny little pieces and you've got to get – it's amazing. I love it. Lots of fun. Um, but, yeah, so there's some really cool uh, pre-order stuff in there. Uh, there's also a, <laughs> a giant, which I, I'm – 
considering uh, Giant Castle Grayskull as well. If you're oh, into He-Man man. toys, yeah, there's a heap of new <laughs> He-Man stuff out. Um, I well, personally have never watched He-Man, He-Man but I know people like oh, you would man. love it. Man, it's a lot of men in loincloths jumping around. It's you know, it's Spartacus with Battle Cat and Skeletor. Um, it's yeah, it's some really cool stuff. Uh, so yeah, so check them out. CultureShockCollectibles.com, your number one stop for all of your nerdy collectible needs. Good job. Now, Teddy, um, we're going to talk uh, talk about it this week. It is FIFA twenty one. It is the latest edition in the soccer game series that has you know, stunned the world. Uh, it continues to come out every year and continues to be, I suppose, the forefront, uh, the forerunner in uh, in a lot of these annual releases. They they very much set the tone for uh, for how annual releases come through. Um, previously, it used to be NBA two K as well, but They've fallen by the wayside a little bit in the last few years. So, yeah, interesting. But, yes, FIFA 21 still uh, blazing the trail. Um, last year, look, first cap off the rank. Yeah, I did give the the Switch version a lot of shit for not doing a lot of things different. FIFA 21, the menu system, looks fucking identical to the last four years. So they haven't changed the menu system almost at all. Okay. Uh, so if you get into the game, uh, last year they, they sort of went for a hipster leopard print kind of look. You know, just, oh, let's put some spots over here and some neon over here. Uh, this year it looks like they've left Thanos in the wash on laundry day. It's just washed out Ribena purple. It's just, it's, it's, it's the same thing but just purpley everywhere. So, I don't know. If you want to look at a half-sucked lollipop, that's FIFA 21's been Half-sucked lollipop. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of a washed-out Thanos. <laughs> it's, uh, look, it's poor. And I, it's one of those things that I've really wanted updated for a while um, is the menu system. Uh, one part of the game that has received a massive graphical menu system overhaul is the Ultimate Team section, mm-hmm. which is, that's all like EA wants to do now is sell a game that is the Ultimate Teams one. So uh, for those who don't play, it is very much a, it's like a trading card system. Um, so you collect, you know, you can spend real earth dollars to buy packs of cards or specific players to have in your team. Um, they fit together with all sorts of different chemistry elements. So whether or not they... Um, uh, from the same country or play the same team or play in the same league all of those things can um, change how your team plays together so you kind of you, you know, collect these cards and bits and pieces and buff up your team and try and beat the other guys and uh, look it's a lot of fun if if you didn't have to grind to get part and get far in them but the problem is that you do have to grind if you want to succeed at that game or spend a lot of real earth dollars and yeah, it's the one problem I have with the Ultimate Teams. It could be such a fun game. It would be a game mode that I would really love to play if I didn't have to spend cash on it. I've already spent you know, you know, 70 bucks on a you know, full-price title. I don't want to have to pay any more money to enjoy the experience of the game. And especially when they're pushing you down that direction, it's, it's pretty shit. Um, yeah, that's... Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't mind microtransactions for some things in some games. Um, but the... The whole idea of the you know the card packs, I don't know yeah. where the fuck the terminology came for card packs. Sports yeah. makes sense because you get football cards and all that, uh, baseball cards and all that sort of shit like that. But sure. like there was a there was there was probably a year where Call of Duty did it. Battlefront Two was like your star cards. Gears of War is like here's a card to play as this game. Yeah. Cards only work I think for 
football and baseball and maybe basketball because there's actually fucking baseball cards and all that sort of stuff. Well, there's context to the the history of yeah. it. Yeah. And I, and I totally that get that. Sense. Like, I collected basketball cards as a kid, you know. My kid's collecting, like, Pokemon cards. Like, you know, people collect cards for that kind of stuff and it's totally fine. It's just the novelty factor wears off a little bit. And especially when, like, you can literally spend the, the menu systems within that. I totally get around, oh, I spend cash, you know, actual cash to, you know, buy in-game credit so that you can open up these packs. But all the packs are randomized, right? So there's no guarantee that you can buy a specific player, but you can buy specifically in-game currency to um, buy specific players off other, um, uh, other players online. And it's just... I mean, the whole system is is kind of a bit shit. So yeah, whereas you can go and play like the the, the regular management game within um, within FIFA twenty one, and it's good and it's fun, and you can use the you know just literally you know pretend dollars in the game to you know buy players from other teams and other leagues, and it's you have none of that sort of chemistry element in there, and it's you, you have that you can build up those teams without all of the stress of that. Yeah, other gameplay, but they make it very shiny and very easy to access the store and encouraging to actually go and spend that cash. So, I think they'll they'll fall down the rabbit hole of getting a little bit too close to gambling at one point, um, and they'll get themselves banned in a couple of countries. So, <laughs> hopefully, here is hoping that that happens and they change their mind. Uh, yeah, I, I don't like the idea of card. I, I don't mind microtransactions if it's cosmetics only. Like if I see someone running yeah. around in a fucking Thor outfit in the Avengers game. Cool. I know he's either grinded and unlocked that or he's bought it. That's not affecting his stats. And when you get a player, I assume with, with all sports games, it's like, cool, you've unlocked, the, you know, Jabron Lames and he has fucking, you know, 10 speed, 10 shot, 10 accuracy and 10 defense. I'm like, cool. So some, yeah. you know, some kid spent, you know, 60 bucks trying to get that one card. I know it's LeBron yeah, James, that- but I just changed it around. <laughs> You did very well. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I think that's the disappointing thing with this is that the, 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 the best players within this game are so much better than everybody else. Like, they, I, I think I talked about this when, um, when I reviewed Madden as well. Like, the superstar players in the game are legitimate superstars. They, they are game-breaking, game-changing kind of players. You give them the ball, they can just run rings around other people and score goals at will. So it's it's, it's crazy how much the the difference uh, in experience is from the top players to just even that second tier, like just how much better they are and how much of a difference they make. So if you're coming up against those teams, you know, just playing online challenges, you're going to find a huge disadvantage if you don't have uh, an equal amount of superstars on your on your roster so i mean it's it's a little bit disappointing it is becoming that very much that play to win system but there are a lot of fun ways to experience the game outside of that and i will just say like despite all of those you know other changes that they they could or couldn't have made on the pitch when you play the game is a lot of fun and it's very very different to previous years um, so for people who've played it before, um, uh, headed goals, so you know, crossing the ball into the box used to be very, you know, you'd get maybe one in 100 uh, shots on goal and it'd be very hard to, to score. Now it's probably like one, uh, like 50% of the time you're actually having a good on-goal on shot and you're probably scoring. It's, it's so much better. They've made this game much more easy to score in, so it becomes a little bit more arcadey. But it's still, I suppose, it, it, it takes down that difficulty level and makes up, brings up the excitement level within the game, uh, which I'm all for. Uh, the only problem is that they, in order to do that, they've had to make the goalkeepers stupid. So uh. they've, you know... 
yeah, instead of like grabbing a ball, so even like the top tier keepers, like I, you know, I started my game and I had, you know, one of the best keepers in the game. And, you know, normally what would happen, the ball comes to him, he'd grab it and kick it away and do all the rest of it. And now they punch it back into traffic. So it's back into the middle of the ground when there's an opportunity for the team to, to continue on and score again. So there's these stupid, like, it's this stupid goalkeeper AI. And yes, it makes the scoring more exciting, but it also makes your defending very very difficult because you have to work around the stupidity of these players so it's a little bit frustrating but um but that's there so the game is you know has improved in some areas has been detracted into other areas but it does make for a much more exciting gaming experience all round so I'm, I'm for it. I think it's a little bit different from what they've done previously. And at least I, I've enjoyed some of those on-pitch uh, changes that they've made this year. But the most important question is scoring. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, scoring. Uh, look, this year I think there's there's been some really good improvements. They've made a, a big step forward in uh, the on-game, uh, on-pitch gameplay. Um, they've made some improvements with the soundtrack this year as well, which is really important. Uh, the FIFA soundtracks used to be absolutely banging. Um, so if you look to like the mid-teens or the mid-2000s, like they used to do some really amazing like progressive soundtracks. Um, and of late, they've been pretty fucking boring. This year was a big step in the right direction. So it's a little bit more uh, progressive and edgy than, like they used to be. So that's great. Um, but yeah, they, they need to overhaul the look and feel of this. And I understand, look, they probably ran out of time this year, COVID restrictions, whatever's going on, um, and they weren't able to make it look as awesome as they wanted it to. Um, But they need to do something seriously about that to make me really desperately want to go out and get this game again. Um, but yeah, look, it's it's great. I mean, you know, albeit for the fact that it looks like Barney's been left outside in the sun for a little bit too long. But yeah, apart from that, I think it's uh, it's been a really fun game, and I'm enjoying playing it, and I'm looking forward to playing some more of it, especially because this one gets upgraded uh, to the next gen on the next gen consoles. Um, so if you've got this version, uh, you upgrade your console, you get it across to that version, uh, th- that console as well. So very excited to see that um, play through there. Um, so I'm going to give this one, I think, look, I, I, I kind of have to give it the same score as I gave uh, FIFA 20, uh, because I, I don't know if there's been enough different within the game to make me really, really excited about it, but I, I still think it's it's a pretty good game. Uh, I'm going to give this four stars. Four stars, it's yeah, 8 out of 10. I not, it's yeah. still a really good game. It's still a really solid game. Like that, it take nothing away from it. Like you know, it's it's very hard to detract from what's a solid all round game. the The gameplay experience is fun. They've made some improvements. They've made some things. You know, broke a couple of things that they'll probably fix next year as well. I think there's enough in here to really enjoy. And if you like FIFA, definitely. Like, I mean, I, I've played this every year since fucking FIFA 2000. And, like, it's it's still good. It's still a good game. So, yes, I'm, I'm giving this one an 8. It's pretty good. Yeah, cool. Well, well there, there we have <laughs> FIFA 2021. 20, yes. Yes. <laughs> it's hard to keep up with the numbers, I know. No, because I was like, um, but yeah, yes, I was like FIFA. FIFA. <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's 21 because I played 20. And I still yes. didn't understand offsides. Yes, there we go. Um, I, I, a lot of that stuff has been... Uh, 
they made it a little bit easier this year and not so obvious and they some of the management systems they use for that are pretty good um, there's a lot more of stuff that you would see in a real game um, you know, played live on television within this game so you can actually experience the game day play a, a little bit better some of that offside ruling might help I'll, I'll explain it to you one, we'll one day down and we'll talk about it <laughs> your dad should have done this shit with you <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one of the one of the things you learn when you become a dad is you know you have to talk about the birds and the bees and the offside rule those are the three things that you have to teach kids uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah there we go so that was FIFA 21 Look, I, again, if, if you've got last year's one on Switch, don't buy this year's one. But if you have it on uh, just your regular platforms, I'd strongly recommend it. I think there's enough that's changed within the gameplay to warrant a purchase this year. Mm-hmm. There we go. Uh, I'm also going to quickly touch on this uh, this week, Dirty, a game that I played called Foregone. Um, you did stream it as well. Some yes. Early ex- Yes, I did. I look. I was just so excited. I got some early access to it um, because it's coming out. Uh, well, it came out this week on console, um, but it's been out uh, for a little bit on PC. And yeah, just had a good go through. I had to stream it almost immediately because it was just so much fun. Um, this game is very much uh, in the the arc or the 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 stratosphere of, of dead cells and it got me almost immediately um they've they've called it a 2d action platformer um there's a lot of loot collection and management and um there's a very much a dark souls element where every time you save at a checkpoint all of the bad guys respawn um little there's no um unlike dead cells which you know has the randomly generated environments every time you enter a level this is very much a set uh set model there's very much a set pathway for you to go as well but there's more of a narrative story to it, and it's really interesting. Uh, I had a lot of fun. It's fast. You feel like a badass. You get cool weapons, uh, such as my favorite new thing. They're called gunchucks, which I can't believe have never been around before. They are guns in the form of nunchucks. So, so do you have to like spin them around your shoulders and elbows to fire them? Yep, you do, and it looks cool, and they are a lot of fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, they've, they've got a it's got a really cool uh, variety of uh, like enemy types, so you get a bunch of different ones going through. Um, it is it's just really really fun. I've I had I think one of the things with with Dead Cells is you always enter the game feeling like you know you're very low powered. You power up your weapons over time and get better and better. There is a little bit of the, the, that in this game, but you do start off feeling like a badass anyway. And the game is, it's not too difficult that you'd be frustrated by it, but there is definitely a difficulty aspect to it that you need to overcome. So there'll be, you know, they'll start throwing certain enemy types at you and then they'll start throwing different ones and then they'll combine the two together and you have to figure out the way, the best way to beat the combination of those enemy types. So on their own might not be a problem, but when you combine it with two or three other things, it starts to become a really big you know, action puzzle for you to figure out. Yeah, that's when it'll be an issue. Um, yeah, that's right. So yeah, there's some really cool things and there's ones, you know, enemies that specifically buff other guys and it's I really like some of those aspects to it. Plus, like anyone who loves loot collection games, man, there's loot everywhere in this game. So you collect loot, you upgrade your weapons to get cooler ones, you sit there for five minutes going, Oh, do I want the damage or do I want the protection or do I want the damage over time? Like you you you're kind of just figuring out exactly what buffs you want um within the game. So definitely some cool elements to it um if 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 you had any remote interest in dead cells foregone is definitely a game you should check out it is a lot of fun um if i had to give that a score i would probably give that one 
look, it's, it's, it's really good. I'm going to give it a four and a half. I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, it, it really is. It just it tickles me in all of the right places. Um, the the It's very much in that sort of pixel style, but it's very more... It's a lot more Fez than it is Dead Cells. So Dead Cells is quite simplistic, um, but Fez is quite detailed and beautiful. It very much has this sort of, you know, matrixy, matrix stringy pixels kind of thing going on, and it is a very very pretty game to play. So, um, like I said, if you if you are interested in that kind of platformer game. Definitely check it out. Oh man, the boss fights alone are worth the price of admission. Like some of the boss fights, they are fucking crazily cool, and um, yeah, they're definitely definitely worth it. So uh, yeah, check it out. It's uh, available right across everything. I think uh, I've been playing it on the um, on the Steam on the PC, um, but it's available across all consoles right now. So um, check it out as soon as you can. Yes, I still need to get around to taking a look at or actually playing. Dead Cells as well, because I think he bought that for me for my birthday a couple months back, and I still haven't even installed it. <laughs> oh, man, you are missing out. Yeah, this one, I think, is um, is probably a more accessible one, where there's a lot of frustration within Dead Cells, and obviously, you know, once you finish the game, that's only, that's where you really start. So this is uh, this is very much a, a linear story that plays along to it, so there's much more um, narrative, uh, spoken narrative, that you can uh, get used to. Um, Dead Cells, you kind of piece together together the lore of the game which is one of the mysteries around it which is pretty awesome so yeah very um very interesting game but yeah like i said if you're into you know action platformers any interest passing or otherwise in dead cells this is definitely one to add to the library as well Mm. well uh, it Mm. looks like you've been quite busy you've had sports you've had (sighs) fucking dead cells-esque with fucking guns shooting out of the end of nunchucks. Someone's going to shoot themselves in the face if that, if that was a real thing, I will say. You always see those people like whacking themselves oh. in the nose with the fucking nunchuck. Someone's going to get shot yeah. in the face. 100%. Like, it is the most dangerously impractical weapon of all time, which makes it the best. Um, so <laughs> anything that's too stupid to use in real life has to be part of a game, and this is... I'm very, very glad that they've included it in this one. So you, I, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> dangerously impractical weapons it's my new podcast um but yeah so yeah definitely check both of those games out if you're interested in either man i'm exhausted i need to go take a lie down because it's been a busy week but there'll be more games to come back to next week um i don't know what we're playing next week but we'll be playing something for certain uh so make sure to check that out when it comes around when i come <sighs> <laughs> I've been a very exhausted Fuzzy Dan reminding you that if you continue to shoot yourself in the foot with your gun chucks, you got to get good. And this is Duty reminding you to follow your dreams, unless you're a pedophile. <laughs> and follow yourself. Oh, oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs>